0: Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine.
1: Om Namah Shivaya. Gurave Satchidananda Murdaye Nish Shantaya Niralamba Tejase Mukta Nandaya Gurave Shishasamsara bhakta ka yai namaste chit saratmane hetave jagatame baha samsara nava setave prabhabe saiva vidyanam shambhabe guru be guru brahma guru vishnu guru devo guru sakshat para brahma Tasma Shri gurave namaha om swarupa sva namo
2: namaha Om. I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self. Your own essence, your own beingness. Your own shiva Again and again, I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhavanam Namah. Knowledge is food. I loved school. Even after I graduated, I always looked for
0: opportunities to study. This was pre-internet, so I perused the newsprint brochures the camp every spring and fall, the park and rec department the nearby colleges with night and weekend classes, and the adult ed catalogs. I love learning. Then I found Baba. Learning from him was a whole different experience. It was learning from the inside out. His expanded state was wonderfully contagious. So sitting with him, chanting with him, and listening to his discourse always moved me light years.
2: Inward. And from that inner spaciousness, I understood everything. Yoga calls this true knowledge. True knowledge
0: was like I was being fed a banquet of delicious and nourishing food, food that fed my soul. By comparison, all the courses I had ever taken were more like eating photographs of food. This is explained in a sutra. Nyanam Anam. Shiva Sutras, chapter two, number nine. Nyanam Anam. There are two translations, as is often true with sutras. You know, we're studying in a realm where every word has multiple meanings, but, you know, that's true in your own life. Ambiguities everywhere. The two translations are, The knowing of self devours the
2: not knowingness. And true knowledge is food. It's a matter of whether you're looking at the sutra
0: from inside out or from outside in. Are you already enlightened when you read this sutra? Or are you still working on it? Your perspective changes. I'll use the metaphor of a village at the base of a mountain. And there's a lake part way up the mountain giving villagers access to water. So if you're in the village, you take a bucket and you'll say, I go up and get some water. But if you're at the top of the mountain, you take a bucket and you say, I'll go down to get some water. But you're both going to the same place. When you're already enlightened, your foundational sense of being Beingness itself keeps you from getting lost in the small stuff. And it's all small stuff, so beautifully explained by Richard Carlson in his book. But when you're not enlightened yet, you need the teachings and the blessings that give you access to your own beingness. These fill you up from the inside
2: to overflowing. Overflowing outward. You live in that inner center that I call your own self. Let's look
0: at the two translations again. Nyanam Anam, Shiva Sutras 2.9. True knowledge is food. That's looking from the outside, looking inward to find self. The knowing of self devours the not knowingness. That's from the inside looking outward to the world. When you have the knowing of self, nothing can knock you off center. Nothing can sway you or pull you back. Your own knowingness of your own beingness frees you from worldliness, pettiness, neediness, and fear. The knowing of self devours the not knowingness. True knowledge is food. This is from the outside in. You're taking these words, these teachings that you hear on the outside, and as you let them in, they feed you at a level that nothing else reaches. These teachings are amazing roadmaps gifted to us by the sages of India, knowers of consciousness, self-realized beings. The words are spoken from their depths of that inner knowing and carry the full weight, the full light that shines from that inner space. I have immersed myself in the teachings of the yogic sages, both ancient and modern day masters. I have read their teachings. I have read them out loud, one of the best ways to really get it. And I've memorized key teachings so that I could know them by heart. And the good news, this is one of the easiest sutras to learn in Sanskrit. It's only two words, and they kind of rhyme. Nyanam means knowing, and Anam means food. So I'll say a word, and then you repeat it, and we'll go through it. You'll repeat it five times. Nyanam, Nyanam,
1: Nyanam,
0: Nyanam, Nyanam. Okay, Anam means food. Anam, 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 Anam. Now we're going to put it together. Nyanamanam. Nyanamanam. Nyanamanam.
2: Nyanamanam. 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 Simply repeating the sutra in
0: Sanskrit makes an inner change. You're attuning your perception to your own divine essence. Let's do five more.
2: Nyanam Anam. Nyanam anam. Nyanam anam. Nyanam anam. Nyanam anam. Nyanam anam. True knowledge is food. The knowing of self devours the not knowingness. The key word, the ambiguous word in the sutra is jnana.
0: It means knowledge, but it can be worldly knowledge or the knowingness of your own beingness, which is your own self, knowing your own self. Knowing. It's like if someone gives you a taste of something you've never had before. For me, it was guava juice. I was traveling in Australia and visited a guava plantation. Now, I new guavas from living in India for a year guavas a seasonal fruit readily available during part of the year yummy lots of seeds at the plantation they gave us a nice slideshow and a tour and then they passed out cups of guava juice for everyone I had never tasted anything like it before so fresh sweet but not too sweet creamy Yet not thick and heavy, very thirst quenching. And it has double the vitamin C of oranges. Now, of course, I like to have guava juice at home. I know guava. If someone mentions guava, I know the taste. If I'm eating something and I get the taste on my tongue, maybe it's an ingredient and something else, I know what it is. This is an example of knowing. It's about knowing something external to you. There's a process called knowing, whereby you have an experience and you associate it with a word. Maybe you even associate that word with a task or a technique like tightening a screw, and you know.
2: And you can apply that knowledge to other things like tightening a jar lid. Inner knowing begins the same way.
0: You have an inner experience. I mean, that's the point of meditation, right? That you haven't experienced. Maybe it's during
2: your meditation that you feel "Mm, a downshift. Mm." Or maybe you see lights and colors. Or hear inner sounds. Or get physical sensations
0: like bliss. Or heat. Or even rocking or tipping forward. These are all wonderful meditative experiences and something you can journal about afterwards when I say now you journal about your meditation. But sometimes nothing happens. I had a guy show me his meditation journal once. I had taught him and about 100 other people how to meditate in a weekend workshop a few months earlier. Then I was back in that location again and he came to the new weekend workshop. In a recess, he showed me his meditation journal. Line one said something like, February 22nd, nothing happened. Line two said, February 23rd, nothing happened. Line three said, February 24th, nothing happened. Line by line line over on in the next page, he started using ditto marks. page after page, I was really impressed. He kept meditating every day, even though his perspective was nothing happened. So I responded, great meditation. Huh? He was really surprised. But it's true. Meditation is not like going to the movies or going on a roller coaster ride. When you settle deeper within, there's no ups and downs. It's steady,
2: deep, full, infinite space of pure being. So And nothing's happening. Except that you are being
0: in a new way of being inside your own self. And your own
2: self knows your own self. This is called self-knowingness. It's a type of
0: knowing. So this word jnana is used in both ways. The mind knowing external things and the self knowing its own self. Thus the sutra works with both meanings. Jnanam anam. True knowledge is food. The knowing of self devours the not-knowingness. My Baba summarized these two translations so beautifully and so succinctly. He said, this knowledge takes one beyond the reach of death, time, and limitation. To the supreme self and supreme contentment. Knowledge, then is food in the
2: sense that it gives perfect satisfaction and perfect rest. I'll sort it out. The knowingness
0: of your own beingness takes you beyond the reach of death, time,
2: and limitation. How do you get beyond death? How do you get beyond time
0: and beyond limitation? I mean, there are only 24 hours in a day and only so many years in a lifespan. At least we know the number of hours in a day, but the number of years in a lifespan, who knows? So how do you get beyond time
2: and death? And how about limitation? You know, you're usually on the outside
0: looking inward. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you see your body so you think you are your body.
2: But look into
0: your own eyes. Get up close in the mirror and
2: look into your own eyes. There's somebody in there. That somebody is you. You are so much more than your body. Yes, your body has a limited lifespan, but
0: the you that is in your body, the you that is looking through your
2: eyes, that you, the real you, you are immortal. Your essence, your own existence and beingness, your own self is the one self that is being all. This is why we like to look in another's
0: eyes, because when you look all the way in, you see your own
2: self. There's only one of us here. While your body will reach the end of its usefulness, your beingness continues to be. You be. When you know your own beingness,
0: you live in the eternal dimension of infinite reality, presenting itself in the here and now. Time stretches, like William Blake said, to see a world in a grain of sand and a heaven
2: in a wildflower. Hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity. In an hour. You know this. You know it without thought. It's an inner knowing.
0: Knowing of infinity and eternity. For that is your essence. That is your beingness.
2: Your own self. This is the self-knowingness that takes you beyond the
0: reach of death, time, and limitation to supreme self and supreme contentment. This is what yoga is all about. Nyanam Anam. This knowing
2: of self frees you from the not-knowingness. Now for the second translation. For one who doesn't yet know,
0: or perhaps not yet know all the time, these teachings are a lifeline. I certainly felt that way. I loved to listen to Baba's discourses. He spoke in Hindi, actually a mix of Hindi, Marathi, Sanskrit, and his mother tongue, Kannada. His translators had to be able to work in all four languages plus English. But whatever language he was using, none of which I knew. I got to where I recognized words here and there, but
2: mostly it was a stream of sound. Oh, such a sound. It reached
0: inside me way beyond words, way beyond my mind
2: deep. Deep, deep. I felt like like a gas tank that
0: had been bone dry for decades. And I was being filled up with fuel, not gasoline, but being filled up with nectar. Nectar
2: that would keep my tank full forever and ever. And I'm still running on a full tank. There was another quality to listening to Baba's voice, the words that I didn't understand. I'll try to put it into words. As I listened to his voice, the stream of
0: sound pouring over me, it was like I was being deprogrammed all the way back to infancy, all the way back into the womb. You know, babies hear sounds when they're in the womb. I had a beautiful experience of this some time ago. Years after I had studied with Baba, I went to visit one of my students who had a new baby, just a few days old. It was a yoga pregnancy. She'd been in classes three or four days a week, and her childbirth was a yogic dream. So I went to meet this little fellow. Someone else let me in when I arrived and took me to a back bedroom. When I entered, she was on the other side of the room, sitting in a chair, holding the baby. And As I walked into the room, I said to her, Namaste. And soon as the baby heard my voice, his head jerked around toward me. He knew me from the sound of my voice. He'd heard so many shavasanas <laughs> while he was still in the womb. So when I was listening to Baba's discourse, He'd speak in his own languages and then it would be translated into English. And I'd listen to that stream of sound. Flowing from him around and through me. And it was like I was that babe in arms or that unborn in the womb. And he was deprogramming me
2: all the way back. Then it would all come in English. That was the reprogramming, which was sorely
0: needed. And in those English words, I'd understand. Because I'd been riding the wave of Shakti, the energy in Baba's voice, I was in a deeper place inside. So the English words landed in a deeper level for me to understand. And the new understanding
2: fed me, nourished me like no English words had ever done before. You are consciousness. You are truth incarnate. Your own beingness is beingness itself. You are eternal, immortal, perfect, pure. You have never been anything but consciousness.
0: You lost track of yourself along the way. But you have always been and will always be the one self, one divine reality, the only one that exists.
2: You are Shiva. Oh, my dear one, you are Shiva. Yanam, Anam. This knowledge nourishes you in a way that nothing else can reach. These teachings, these mantras, these practices give you, you. Jnanam Anam. And when you know your own self, all your ego and pride are gone.
0: They disappear like shadows, like the shadows of night when
2: the sun rises. It's called enlightenment, yes? In the light, there's no shadows.
0: It's only when an object blocks the light that there's a shadow.
2: But what if you were that object And you are transparent. Then would there be a shadow? Oh, wait. No, the metaphor is not right. Because you're not an object in the light. You are the light. And from the source of the light, there's no such thing as shadow. You are consciousness. You have never been anything but consciousness. You are truth incarnate. You are eternal, immortal, perfect, and pure. You are the one divine reality. Manifesting as an individual with your oneness intact within you. Oh, Shiva. You are Shiva. Oh, my dear one, you are Shiva. Shiva. Of course, when I say it, I say you are Shiva. But when you say it, what do you say?
0: I am Shiva. Five times. I am Shiva. I
2: am Shiva. I am Shiva. I am Shiva. I am Shiva. Shiva. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Swarupa Swaswa namaha.